Thanks for listening to Tights and Fights. If you want to support the podcast, the easiest thing you could do is pop onto Apple Podcasts and leave us a five-star and five-word review. Like Oki Lane, who left us this gem, this be awesome, had fun. <laughs> I can't say that. That's not yes, okay. Yes, you, you did. And then you did. This be, I feel like Drew Gulak <laughs> trying to deliver Enzo's. <laughs> Like, there's only one word for that. Okay, just spell it out for me. Hello, Dragula. <laughs> he's my favorite right yeah, now. He's great. He's so he good. looks like he's going for it too. Tights and Fights Podcast is the perfect wrestling podcast. There's a guy named Hal and there's Daniel and there's guy Podcast Hello, thank you, Mr. Was, Michael Eagle. I was still dancing. I know. <laughs> you were getting your you were getting your Mercedes on and it made me really happy. Welcome back to Tights and Fights, the show that discusses wrestling with the sincerity and hilarity that it deserves. I'm Mrs. Banks Baby Girl, Danielle Radford, and I'm joined today by my fellow members of the Nation of Conversation, the Rhythm and Wrestling Connection, Mike Eagle. Yeah, both of them. It's both me. You're doing so the rhythm, much. Rhythm and the wrestling is all connecting in my body. Hey, remember that time you had a video that came out that was really good? I did. Great. It was this morning. <laughs> it was awesome. You guys should go do the thing. And from the true Queen City, it's Lindsay Gow. Why, thank you. Oh. It's not true. I'm from a shithole. Okay. <laughs> I love that every time we talk about how fancy Lindsay is, she's like, no, seriously, yeah. like I'm yeah. really from Don't nowhere. Don't let good. it fool you. Yeah, it, it's, yeah it, it, it can fool you. It do can. it every time. Well, it's, you also write books all the time. Whatever yeah. That's all about. Well, nothing else to do. <laughs> so we've got tons of news to talk about today, from the fallout from TLC to the upcoming build for Survivor Series. But first, let's talk about TLC. The show was all set to be the return match of The Shield and the debut of... But on Friday... <laughs> We learned that Roman Reigns and Bray Wyatt had contacted viral meningitis and were not going to be able to compete. Twitter exploded, right? Yeah, that's the thing that happened, yep. Yeah, that was... What was your first reaction to Tables, Letters, and Chairs becoming measles, mumps, and meningitis? Oh, oh God. That's so gross. <laughs> I'm glad it didn't really become that... It's like a garbage pail kid. Yeah. Well done, Julian. Yeah, like a three-person wrestling team while his boogers hanging out yeah. and stuff. Like, yeah, just no. For me, it was it was definitely really interesting to watch the way that they scrambled together at the last minute. They had people doing promos like just in Twitter videos. Yeah, it was great. Just in their which own was homes great. On yeah. The phone. AJ was in like his robe coming out of the <laughs> hotel shower. He's like making a Corag cup of coffee. I'm gonna be there. I'm gonna be there. He's like going to go get the ice or whatever. He's like, All right, I gotta do a promo. Braun like grabbed somebody camera phone about the hands and was like, I'll do the framing. I learned this. He knows his angles. I mean, we've seen his dating profile, so we know he knows. His he angles. knows his angles. Like, his Instagram fine. is too good for him to not know how to do that snap chat. Does he? Does he give you some good cleavage? He like he's got a lot of good cleavage to offer. He d- he's very much like country boy. Yeah, I like very. it. Walking thirst trap, that boy. I'm, I'm with Seriously. it. I'm so. I could hide in places in that man. 
I mean? And just the nipples just out. Yeah. He's like, no, I want a yeah. shirt that goes right below the nipples. <laughs> <laughs> I want him to caress the nipples. afraid of chafing. He doesn't care. I like I like how sometimes after his matches, he just brings the girls out. You know, he just <laughs> lowers the straps and just has <laughs> them hanging yeah. out. Like, this look. This one's for you. Right. Yeah. I oh. work too hard for this. Exactly. <laughs> you can't see these nipples. <laughs> and so, so we heard about that. We heard about Roman being replaced for the Shield reunion with Kurt Angle. So that was obviously uh, a whole weird thing and had a lot of people, <laughs> Brandon, like fucking Brian Daniels being like, huh, <laughs> huh. So what was your reaction to finding out about Kurt Angle and what was your reaction to Kurt having his first match in the WWE in like a decade? I really thought they were going to pull a switcheroo somehow and I was I was so set up to be like, they're not going to do it. They're going to end up throwing Jason Jordan in and then I'm going to mm-hmm. be sad and so I'm not going to get too excited. And then it happened and then his little face when he came out in oh the shield God. gear. Oh it's like God. they went to Target and got him a shield costume. Like, thank I God know. it's Halloween. And he just looked so happy. He looked extremely extremely happy. Oh, it was I, incredible. Do you think it was Roman's gear or do you think they got him his own gear? Oh, it's definitely his own. If it's Roman's gear, it went through like four washes. Yeah. <laughs> because of the meningitis. It's, like it's retractable. Oh, yeah. You won't be able to move his neck. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like, I just, he looked so, so happy and that made me happy and then that just carried me through on a wave of joy for 45 minutes of insanity. I, absolutely. It's great that the match was good, but seeing, you guys know Didn't how. Matter. Didn't matter. You know matter. how much I love happiness. Oh, my and God. And genuine happiness. Big grin on his face and yeah. he was like, I would these guys. It's like he's been invited to the cool college party that you right. would never get into because he helped the jocks with their homework and they were like, you can come in with us and then you can't talk to us while we're in there. Right. You get to wear this shirt one night, day. Kurt. You get to wear one <laughs> night. I just think like you, you're gone for that many years. He tried and he tried and there were all these reports about how he begged trips and right. then when that didn't work, he begged um, he begged Vince and then everyone kept saying no, no, no and then we all cried when he came back and so this moment was just like... And when that didn't work, he unleashed viral meningitis. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it came Suddenly. from. You know, it was, it was fun too to watch all the wrestling in his body. It had it had like stored itself in the back of his neck, and <laughs> over, over the course of the night, it like went down. I felt like the more he wrestled, yep, yeah. the more the back of his neck started to look normal. It was right. great. <laughs> it was very much like well, and it's also I imagine when you're wrestling like that, and everyone is just paying attention to your neck. It's gonna be like a weird, right? It's a hell of a neck. That's gonna yeah, be a weird a... thing. It's like I think of it now because I'm doing one today because it's uh, super hot in LA. I don't know if you've heard of like it's hot, but uh, the first time I ever wore a crop top, I just had the feeling of like everybody staring at my tummy, everybody staring at my tummy, everybody staring at my stretch marks, and then I sucked in my tummy, and then I got more and more comfortable and just felt like, was like everybody yeah. staring at my neck. Why are you guys staring at my neck? <laughs> Going from happy new thing happening to better new thing happening, since Bray Wyatt was not able to compete as in his <laughs> ballroom bob match, the demon Finn Balor. Oh, that's terrible. Oh, that was no, it was good. good. I liked it. I'm there for it. Yeah. Demon Finn Balor got a new opponent, AJ Styles. What did y'all think of that match? I thought it was a fantastic match. And for the duration of it, I was there for it. The, the two sweet at the end. Oh, be still my heart. Yep. I'm I'm all there for that. It was very it was very cute and, and somewhat homoerotic and, and it was wonderful. <laughs> I just oh had questions like after the match because I don't know why they had uh, AJ Lewis and then Finn get squashed on Raw. I don't oh, understand. Okay. Well, um, I don't understand. 
I know, I know, baby boy. I was waiting too because I was like, Mike's too happy. Oh my Mike's God. too happy. Oh. He's too happy. And, it's, and and he was happy with Finn. Something's yeah. coming. I like the Finn, you know? They just, uh, I felt like they've they been, been spending most of the early part of this year putting Finn in a position to look really cool and beat people. Yeah. Yeah. And then they locked him in the dungeon with Bray and he's just been down there yeah, meandering. That dungeon yeah. just is not... No one comes out of it okay. Oh, my God. That dungeon fucks people up so much it made Randy Orton smile at skanking. Like, that's how much that dungeon fucks people up. broken. Uh, <laughs> broken Randy. Yeah, I'm okay with, with the Kane match. If either Kane's going to come on and just be a destructive monster who's just going to plow through the card, which the card, the roster, which you know everyone does now. That's but, the thing but, that people but, wait, do. But, or wait, if they're going to be in a feud but, and but Finn that's gets to win. The reason... Kurt Hawkins has a job. He's a star maker. It's to start off people's monster push. He's there to get beat up. Right. So why do you have to have him beat up Finn? Which is why I'm like, I'm okay if they end up in some weird demon three-way. Okay. Then like, okay, as I'm long as Finn that. wins. All like, right. I'm okay. Because right. I love me some Finn. And I want better booking for Finn. Yeah. I'm Drew Gulak for Finn. <laughs> like, that's what I want. I have a PowerPoint presentation. <laughs> I can show it to any of you at any moment on my phone. Because I loved that match, the AJ, and he it let them both be the best them that they could be. Like they were so fast, the offense was like so different to how it usually is. I feel like Finn sometimes gets pushed into a kind of not a pattern, but he gets pushed into doing the same things over and over with yeah. his co- co- opponents for whatever reason. But with AJ, they were both pushed to up their game, and it was so awesome. It was so great, and, and then I was like, oh, look, he's gonna challenge Kane. Okay, uh, see how this goes. And then I, I mean, I don't know. If it counts as a squash because he's a legend, Kane is a legend, and he did just keep beating the shit out of him with the choke slam and the choke slam and the choke slam and the choke slam. Mm. But it's what they do after that's going to be what counts. Right. If they do it, God, just to, I guess, keep talking about diseases. If they do it like he was getting um, vaccinated against choke slams and like now oh, he right. knows how to deal with them. Oh, that's great. It's like I took like yeah. four, four or five choke slams. And then and he so just nips I... up after choke slams now. Yeah. yeah or just like knows yeah. how to avoid them because he's so small and quick and he's got right. that jacket. Yeah. Um, that's a that's pretty that great jacket. It's a great jacket. It's a good jacket. Nice. So that would be, that could be interesting. But yeah, I definitely don't want when it, if you're going to throw him back into the Bray Wyatt feud because it's like, no. well, but he just got his ass kicked by Kane. So but why now, would he be bothered? Like, Sister Abigail's going to destroy him. Well, now we're like, all going to have Sister Abigail uh, unisex blue balls. You know what I mean? Uh, Are you? I mean, I'm not, but I feel like they're not going to leave that alone. I would love for them to leave it alone. I would, I would love for them <laughs> like, to leave a lot of things alone that they will not leave Christmas, alone. Christmas, you guys. Well, <laughs> you know what? And maybe that's what, instead of it being a weird Halloween-y match, it'll turn into like a weird Thanksgiving-y match and like <laughs> Sister Abigail just comes come out come like back. a giant turkey. Oh, no, she's going to wear a pilgrim hat and <laughs> like a bit with a big buckle on the front of it. Mm-hmm. Going seamlessly into the seasons. We've also got Asuka. She had her first two matches in WWE. They were both against Emma. Uh, some people were fine with the matches. Some people thought they were fine. Some people thought that she wasn't as dominant as they would have liked to have seen her. What did y'all think? I see that they just kind of have a pattern. They being a WWE, their booking pattern when they're bringing people up is that they they tend not to let dominance from NXT carry over. They tend nope. to bring them in and have them win, but make it look like it's someone on equal footing. It, it reminds me of when they brought up Shinsuke. It reminds me exactly the match yeah. when the, they brought up Shinsuke. And, and so after that, that's just how I expect yeah. for them to do things, even if I don't agree with it. That's just... 
you know, I when think Emma trotted out on Raw, I was like, I can't watch this because they're gonna have Emma win. Like, I, I was like, <laughs> I can't, I can't, because they're like, oh, they're gonna have a go like one on one with Emma, and like, yeah. I love Emma, and I am really enjoying seeing this side of Emma, and that she's getting to show everyone she's what she great. can do, and she's so good. But like she can't beat Asuka. And I do feel like they haven't made a big enough deal about her being undefeated. Like I want to hear the commentators constantly telling everyone how, hey, she was undefeated for like all these days. She was champion. She beat everybody. She's so great. And I think we're not getting that. And that scares me about what they're going to do with her. I think it was Michael Cole was saying how when people come up from NXT, you know, they've still got, they've got things to learn. Oh. And it's like, no. It's like, she's been doing, no. what are you even talking about? <laughs> yeah. She's been doing this forever. Like, she was born kicking people. Yeah. And right. it's entire She kicked her way out the room. <laughs> like a little alien. There's like total speculation, but it just felt like Vince in his ear being yeah. like, remind him that NXT don't know everything. Remind right. him. Remind yeah. him of that right now. He's like, like, he's like no, staring at Triple H so while he's good. saying, remind them that NXT people don't know everything. Now twerk. <laughs> <laughs> but speaking of Emma and people who are getting larger profile now, we've got Foxy. Oh. Who's been having some? I love that woman. I mean, she's Foxy's been having some God. great matches. You've been seeing a lot more of her in the last couple of weeks. She's currently the captain of the yep. Survivor Series team. How much are we digging? How much more time she's gotten over the last couple of weeks? Because I've been like, I've been saying forever that she's one of the people that is on the roster that has been there forever. She is a vet. She's an amazing wrestler. I think that what she does, it rides the perfect line between like too much and mm-hmm. like normal. And I like that. I like that we have someone who's like over the top. All the stuff that she did with Bailey and the ponytail was great. Yep. And doing um, the belly to belly, like that oh was my like, God, oh, she's so amazing. good. Because that was such a good heel move. It's yeah. like, oh, I'm going to make fun of you and then I'm going to do your move on you. And then I'm going to throw yeah. you out the I was like, oh, I love you so much. I'm going to I think she might be one of the most talented people on the roster yep. right now, just uh, regardless of gender I mean mm-hmm. yeah. she, just quietly has been for years and there's nothing she can't do everything she does is fucking believable and mm-hmm. she honestly terrifies me like whenever <laughs> whenever she's on the screen I'm like I just have no idea yeah. what she's gonna, she gonna do, do? She's, and, apparently she's gonna go take the bell and stop banging it and shouting I don't wanna play anymore I love that <laughs> It's going to oh be amazing. God. Everybody count with me. Everyone do his job with <laughs> that me. That was incredible. And, and all of that stuff. But then also, like you said, the ring work is super solid. Everything yeah. she does in the ring is super believable. But she did Bailey's move better than her. Right. That Northern Lights suit. Yeah. I mean, people I, talk about yeah. it, but that Northern Lights suplex is the best Pointing in the Pointing the business. toes. I mean, if anyone should be on Dancing with the Stars, point those toes. Point those toes, Alicia. Right? She's looking great. I love what they're doing with her gear because for a while it just always kind of seemed like she was doing... I don't know. Her gear just always seemed very um, uh, Legs Avenue. Like mm-hmm. it wasn't like <laughs> as as fancy as everyone else's. Yeah, I feel generic. like they stepped her gear up. Um, her wigs have stepped up, but that's a whole other. Man, I really, I have so many questions about the weave <laughs> these days. I just, at this point. Foxy's, I'm, I'm 90% sure, is glued in because hers is right on the hairline. Yeah, and you can't, well, and especially when, you, when her... And Sasha wrestling. There's oh, like it, no, it is a battle of the edges. There's no natural hairline involved. <laughs> it is a battle of the edges. I'm I, I just like, can that amount of weave be possibly helpful in a wrestling match at all? It seems like it's got to be a detriment at some point. And there have been times when people's tracks, when it was more weaves and stuff, would, seen, would come I've out. I've seen your wife's your wife's tracks. Well, she, and she I, switches, I, yeah. yeah. Tra- she switches between tracks and wigs, which is a smart move because it changes like the amount of tension on the yeah. hair. But Charlotte's got way yeah. too yeah. much hair. Have you seen Natalia even Did you watch NXT? Yeah, Natalia's is, is like, Liv Morgan bad, but... got some new extensions uh, that I saw a couple of weeks ago and it was the worst hair. It was worse than Lana's 
clip-ins. Oh. It was the worst hair oh. I've ever seen. How is that possible? I was like, you're not going to win this match, Liv. I need to have a word with you, but you're not winning this because I can tell from your hair. And she did not. She <laughs> everyone, did not win. Everyone looks like they're wearing, like, everyone looks like like that late 90s like image style yeah. of yeah. comic book drawing. It looks like Jessica Simpson clippings though on a lot of the girls and that, that looks poor. I feel like the glam squad got a box free mm. and they were like hey ladies let's pop this in today. Well and a lot of them do have deals like for a while yes. Eva yeah, Marie yeah, yeah. had a deal but, and I forget which company it was. Uh, oh that's Bellamy, why she had to keep it red. Right? Yep. Yeah. Oh wow. Thank you. Yeah. I, I know my beauty and I know my wrestling. Right. <laughs> so we just reached <sighs> peak Lindsay Venn diagram. Man one, one of these mini, days A little mini gonna... fashion corner that was great. <laughs> that was good. I like that. Speaking of the Raw women, what did y'all think about Alexa Bliss versus Mickey James and the way that that was won? I thought it was a really good match. I really enjoyed watching the match, which made me happy. I thought Alexa, Mickey probably brought Alexa up that they gave each other a good match. That it was good psychology. It was actually storytelling with the wrestling, which was exciting because you don't always see that in an Alexa Bliss match. And I love Alexa Bliss, but it's like she's been playing very hard on the mean girl character you sometimes forget that she can wrestle yes uh yes. and then the ending just made me so sad made me mm. so sad for mickey yeah it looked, it looked like she was about to retire halfway, right man. i thought she was gonna go yeah yeah you did have that moment where they were like so how do you feel and it was about to be like well deuces i'm gonna go back to my kids or whatever but the fact that she was like you know i proved that i can do this and i'm gonna do it again and like she's walking out and she's like selectively touching hands and yeah. stuff I feel like she would touch a hand and then remember the whole locker room just got sick and yeah. would stop touching and she has hands. A child. And yeah, and then like forget again and then touch a hand and be like, oh right, everyone's sick. <laughs> I gotta Girl. stop touching Girl. people. No. And then she came out the next night and delivered that move with those big, big heels. So I that's mean. not the, they're not retirement shoes. Hey. She's uh, not messing about in those. It looked like she got really close to breaking that that lady's neck though, mm. man. Uh, and that, both of her own ankles. At yeah, the same time. yeah, there was. Mm. I was, I was worried, and when they showed the replay, I was like that neck, that didn't look like a good grip she had well, she on Alexis. She was very wobbly neck. and the, the flippy of the legs, which was all down to the poor shoe choice. I will yeah, say, yeah, it's mm. all down to the shoe choice. But it, it looked amazing. It looked amazing. Let's only and do it once. Okay. <laughs> Getting back to some more Survivor Series, Paul Heyman had this to say about Jinder Mahal's challenge to Brock Lesnar. I don't trash talk Brock Lesnar's opponents, and I'll tell you why. Because any man deemed worthy of stepping into the ring to fight Brock Lesnar must be a real man. But you, Jinder Mahal, you're not Brock Lesnar's contemporary. You're not Brock Lesnar's counterpart on SmackDown Live. You're not even a worthy pretender to the throne of being WWE Champion. Yikes. Um... Wow. So to what extent do you think that's good marketing for a match? And to what extent is it damaging the perception of the guy who is supposed to be one of the top WWE champions? It looks, I mean, I don't know. Yeah, if if especially because he talked about how he literally had in his promos built up all of the other yeah. opponents. Now that does the, the dual thing of one. Yes, it does bring gender down a peg. But it also makes me scared that they're going to put Jinder over. Me too. Yeah, I had two thoughts. And one was that Jinder's going to win. And I'm not saying there won't be some trickery, tomfoolery shenanigans to win the match because he can't just win. (laughs) 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 Um, But then my other thought was if Paul Heyman cut a regular Paul Heyman promo, we would have been like, nah. 
She only really said what we've all been saying and thinking. And I know the tide's mm-hmm. turning and people are like more pro-gender now. And mm-hmm. I think he is coming into his own and he is better than he was. But you're still like, come yeah. On. Come yeah, on. Yeah, like, yeah. Yeah. I mean, but and, and, and to be fair, we're like, come on with everyone. So when you give yeah. us gender, we're like... Okay. I mean, Kurt Angle didn't even learn how to pronounce his name correctly, and I don't oh. think that was an on-purpose dig at SmackDown. I think he just didn't know when he was like Jinder Mahal, and it's like, oh, mm, that's where guy. It was in that spot in his neck where the rest of was. <laughs> <laughs> it just took over the spot. Because I was waiting for the, you know, Jinder Mahal earned his spot. He's been a vet. He's been doing it quietly for years. And Paul Heyman just came out and was like, (gasps) (laughs) You suck. Everyone knows you suck. Um, Why are we even having this conversation? Yeah, it does kind of make me wonder if they're going to put him over... I mean, Brock Lesnar, because they're about right, to do their big so... India tour, right? Yeah. Like, oh, how are you going to pull this one off? I know, I know. They'll introduce a third Singh brother. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but if, look, the look. The going to come back. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> look, if it was ever, if I don't know if y'all watch Steven Universe, but it was one of those things where all of a sudden just a bunch of, like, dudes who look just like the Singh brothers came out and all started attacking at once and then just got together and formed a Giga Singh brother. Oh, <laughs> you, you would be so into that. And then they, and then they it would just be Kali in a mask. It'd be great. That'd be great. I would pop so hard. I'd watch that, that show. <laughs> I would watch that show where they just Transformers. Yeah. Another engine guy. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I'm going to say, if someone's going to beat Brock, make it a brown dude. I'm all right. I'm good with it. I'm okay with it. Oh, it's going to be hilarious. So here's Ginger's follow-up promo. Now, unlike that used car salesman, Paul Heyman, I will tell you the truth. Everything that I have in the WWE, I have earned. Yes, I started at the bottom, and now I am the most powerful man in the entire WWE. Paul Heyman was right. I am not Brock Lesnar's equal. I am not Brock Lesnar's contemporary. I am not Brock Lesnar's <laughs> counterpart. I am Brock Lesnar's worst nightmare. Ooh, hey. I mean, at least he didn't say superior. <laughs> that would have been pretty funny. I'm not gonna lie, that would have been pretty amazing. So, did you think that was a good follow up for for a promo for that? I, it, it sounds sounds good. Sounds like pretty, you know. I, you I, you I, are I, very hey, you're into it. You I'm, can tell. <sighs> You know, Sometimes they gotta, you just have to let things wash over you. Yeah, this this entire gender mall championship run has kind of had to have been a thing you just kind of get yeah. used to. And, I and, don't think we're gonna need to remember it for when we're talking back about about wrestling in five years from I, now. I mean, it's I a think thing. we might just as like a year of anomaly. But I'm yeah. so curious about what they do after they get the title off. I'm just yeah. so curious, I like what do they do next? Away. Really? Yeah. yeah, I think he just goes no away. Way. I think and that makes me sad him for a yeah. while, or he'll like flounder for a bit. Maybe they'll send him to Raw with the next draft, and he'll get a shot with the IC belt or something. But yeah. I don't see this being a lifelong. I, prove me wrong. I, mean, this, I would love to be wrong. When's the last time we've seen better, this hardcore of an establishment from, you know, basically a job guy to a main eventer, and like they are pushing this main eventer button mm-hmm. every week on TV, every pay per view he's winning. Man, that's gonna be that's gonna be really notable if he goes like right back down. Yeah, I'm very title. curious about that. Like everything underneath him feels like 
they're trying to put pieces in place. That's mm-hmm. my worry with him is like, it feels like they're like, hey, look at this shiny toy wait, wait, up wait, wait, here wait. while we move all the other chess pieces where we need them for when we take it off and sure. then we have a plan. Yeah, very transitional yeah. is what it feels like, which is a bummer. So now we'll do some quick hits. So now that we've seen them work together for a month, what do we think about Gable and Benjamin? Okay, that's what we thought. <laughs> what do you guys think about Enzo getting the cruiserweight title back already? What is the purpose of all the switching, <laughs> man? I mean, well, with old Neville, broken record know. Mike Eagle over here. I get it. <laughs> I just, I, ah, I, the the hot potatoing is just. Yeah. Well, they had know. to take it off him because of the clause that they had written, right, where they were like, "Oh, no one on the um, roster can touch you." So they had to but take why did they write that? Then... They didn't have to do that. Well, Because I mean, <laughs> someone's not bright. I don't Jesus know. I write Christ. stories for a living. I have a problem with this, too. But, um, I mean, I don't know if Neville's leaving had something to do with that. But, yeah, I was frustrated because I'm like, we just saw this happen with Tazawa where he had it for like a day and then they took yeah. it off him and now like, poor Kaliso. But I think it was just to reset that clause. I think they were like, maybe that was a dumb idea, you guys. Yeah, or it just doesn't work without Neville. Like, I think maybe it needed Neville to work. Um... Was it the right move to have Zami Zayn lose to Randy Orton in SmackDown's main event? No, no. I don't want him to lose because I love him so much. I don't want him to lose um, But I assume there's some sort of grand plan for him and Kevin at Survivor Series yeah. that we don't know about yet. What is Sammy's match? Because I haven't seen SmackDown this Okay, week. so he wrestled against Randy Orton for a spot on the Survivor Series team. Did he lose? Yes, he did. <laughs> uh, <which> he, <laughs> well, but he lost because Kevin came out to distract Randy, and then it, it went the wrong way, basically. Kevin did distract Randy, but then distracted the referee, so then Randy was able to low-blow Sammy. The way and that get the Sammy win. Like, a, like a real good guy should, yeah. right? Like a real He's baby a face. They, I know, they pushed so hard. They were like, poetic justice! This is poetic justice! This is fine, you guys! This is totally fine! Because he is a good guy. As long as it doesn't mess up his groin and I don't get any more sarcastic scoffs dancing, Mm. I need more. I need sarcastic. How how, how was the the entrance? Was he was he was he well healed received? Yes. Okay, great. great. It makes me smile every time he comes out. I'm putting it over and like we'll have like three full minutes to rejoice. Nice. (laughs) Yeah. Nice. All right. (laughs) It's so good. And finally, what do you think of Survivor Series once again being Raw versus SmackDown? Sure, that's the thing. Like, uh, I, mean, I mean, is is something ever going to be at stake, or is this just... nope? Okay. okay. <laughs> if you have any thoughts on the week in wrestling, let us know at Facebook.com/slash/groups/slash/tightsfights or at tightsfights on Twitter. When we come back, we'll take a look at Raw being hashtag under siege and the invasion angles throughout the years. Up next on Tights and Fights. Hello, I'm Carrie Poppy. And I'm Ross Blotcher, hosts of MaximumFun.org's Ono, Ross, and Carrie. We wanted to tell you the good news that our podcast is now weekly. Yeah, weekly. On Ono, Ross, and Carrie, we don't make extraordinary claims. We investigate them. We go undercover with fringe religious groups, investigate paranormal claims, and participate in pseudoscientific medical treatments and report our findings to you. In a time where alternative facts reign supreme, we cut through the murky spin to give you the real deal on topics like UFOs, the anti-vaccination, movement, Scientology, and even apocalyptic churches. We're even undercover for some very exciting investigations right now. Well, not right now, right now. Yeah, that would be unwise. That's Ono, Ross, and Carrie at MaximumFun.org. We show up so you don't have to. Ties and Bites Podcast. Ties and Bites. 
Tights and Fights. I'm Danielle Radford, and I'm joined in the booth by... Mike Eagle. And... Lindsay Kelk. Every so often, we like to give something from wrestling some extra attention. This is our main event. Let's get ready to rock! Sometimes it's a small faction, sometimes it's a roster, but whenever a group of people shows up unannounced, you can be sure an invasion angle has just begun. It's usually just a run-in, but on a larger and more consequential stage. That's what we saw on Monday when Shane McMahon led the SmackDown stars to put Raw hashtag under siege. SmackDown live. Wait, whoa, 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 wait a minute. There's Shane McMahon in that. You don't need to say it. A Twitter speech. Hashtag. Like the kids are saying. Hashtag. You know, on Instagram. Hashtag. At Survivor Series, I want you to bring your gold medal. What are you going to do with What's it? What's going to do with it? He's, 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 he's going to bite it and see if it's chocolate. What we started. Oh, it's true. It's damn true. You know, I have a question. Mm-hmm. Shane, if my memory serves me correctly, used to have, uh, used to distinctly possess an upper lip. <laughs> and at some point in the last... 10 to 15 years, parts of the man's mouth have disappeared, and I don't understand why. Parts of that man's entire body is not natural, right? Like, I think it went the same time that it went with him, with the black hair. Yeah. yeah. So what did y'all think of this mini invasion to kick off the road to Survivor Series? I love gang violence. So <laughs> I, was, I am... I was completely there for all the heels and faces to wear the same shirt and come into the arena after Raw had had their show and everybody was tired and beat the shit out of everybody. I was really, really into it. I'm really into, like, Ty Dillinger standing next to Rusev beating up somebody. I love it. I liked how they parted ways so the girls could fight the girls, and then they had a big I like how Nakamura hung back with the ladies and just kind of watched it all go Ladies, we should get tea after this because yeah. this is the oh, coolest. He's like, oh, if there's no room for me to dance yeah. in this, yeah. I have no reason He's to like, be I've up there. I've not done this before, so I'm just going to check out what you guys do for the first time, and then next, next time, time I'm I leaving. totally got you next time. Yeah. <laughs> I love how gung ho Becky was. Becky oh, was came out. Oh. Becky, did you see the little clip I saw it on Twitter where she's just walking around backstage telling people what Captain Blue wants? I think it's Captain Blue or Captain B, but she's literally just walking around. Yeah, and she's she like, kept... Captain Blue thinks more blue clothes for everyone. Captain <laughs> Blue's on top of this. Like, I love, I love Becky for me. Becky. Is like the best part of this invasion. Because even when people are fighting, you can hear in her back being like, sorry, but that's what we, <laughs> we have to do this. And then she probably had the best justification for it. Because I know a lot of people have been like, well, what's the point of it? Because yeah. even for me, I was like, I love an invasion angle, but I think it's weird to heal out an entire roster. Yeah. Um, I know that's been one of the biggest complaints. Becky probably had the most uh, coherent, like, mm-hmm. Mickey Sensi reason for doing what she did. And it, of course, wound up being a Twitter video where she was like, you know, I've been with SmackDown from the beginning and SmackDown has always been awesome. We have always had a great brand, but Raw gets everything. They get the extra hour. Raw gets to headline all of the pay-per-views. Raw winds up always getting more matches and I'm tired of us getting the shift. We are just as good and we're going to prove we're just as good. And I'm like, that's a, there's a motivation. I don't need that a they motivation. put on Twitter. I know. Ziggler had a good argument too, and I hate when they make me agree with Ziggler. But he, he got into it with someone on Twitter, and he was like, 
but you believe that like we'll merrily all sit backstage with our beefs and wait for the bell to ring to come out and fight, but you don't believe we would all get together and support our brand? Like, right. what about this is too hard for you? I, I, <laughs> I, I don't. Like, yeah. I, I don't. I don't need any explanation no. at all. I I think there is there is inherent value in invasion storylines in wrestling because they just make everybody on the invading side look more dangerous like yeah. all of a sudden that elevates the Ty Dillinger's like, like ass, yeah right? exactly mm. and, and just giving them that kind of free reign having them mow over you remember the Nexus yes, you know I what do. I mean like half of these guys are yes, unemployed now but like for a month <laughs> they were the most dangerous group of people in the world yeah. oh, you're right they have been used to debut people like the Nexus the Outsiders the Radicals the Shield they're gonna need oh, a new need a, uh, they can't uh, just be hashtag under siege yeah they firstly. need an article they need a def- definitive the article the siege yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the siege versus the shield. Was that like a Denzel Washington movie or something? What is that? No, is that... Under Siege. Oh, I'm... Under Siege. Oh, we under could siege, all get okay. together and watch that. That's a great time. Which was all I could think about when he kept saying it. I'm I was like, know. I want to see Erica Olaniak come out of that cake. Which I saw far too young and it may have made me make some life choices that weren't okay. <laughs> Yo, cake, was like, cake is always yeah, a good life choice. Great. We do not. We do not... Uh, we do not nipple or cake shame on this podcast. The lips, though. Upper lips. <laughs> Free reign. Let's go on. Free the lips. <laughs> 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 Hashtag lips under siege. So the, these invasions, you're right, they've been happening for a long time. Obviously, one of the biggest ones was when Vince bought WCW and ECW. They also came during a brand split. Um, they came during the ECW revival. I like an invasion just because I've yeah. always liked, as long as you don't do it too often, where mm-hmm. it's like with comic books, all of a sudden Every summer is a big ass shit and ass crossover, and it's your entire year is just a crossover, and now everything is just yeah. a crossover. It's like we get it. Thanos is fucking coming. <laughs> <laughs> Thanos always coming. That's what Thanos do. Um, but something like this, when you sparingly, I really enjoy it. What do y'all think? I always love this part, but you know how we mentioned the. I always the love big, this part. E, That's the a ECW, very WCW invasion. I'm, you know, how it plays out is very important. Yeah. Like right now, SmackDown looks. I mean, I didn't see SmackDown this week, so I'm not sure how. It was addressed brand-wise, but just seeing the end of Raw today, I was like, oh, gosh, SmackDown guys yeah. look dominant. Now, if they go the 50-50 route and mm. suddenly, you know, yeah, Raw... Yeah, they j- didn't, though, which I thought was really interesting on SmackDown. Like Everyone was like, oh, my God, because like, Raw's going to invade SmackDown, and then they didn't. Mm. And then I thought Daniel Bryan played it brilliantly, where he sort of took Shane to one side and was like, everything that happens now is on you because mm. you did this. This was your decision. I would not have done this. And they will come. And that was the end of SmackDown, right? I think it was the two of them yeah. talking. And Shane was like, haha, they didn't come. We win. And Daniel was like, but they will. Yeah, and like you be ready. Three more and weeks, I thought that right? was great yeah. storytelling. I mean, look, this isn't going to happen. But if this was a movie and I was writing it or a comic book thing, this would definitely be the moment where because of Shane action, somebody comes in and gets kayfabe killed. Right. right? Yeah. Like, this yeah. would be the moment yeah. where something happens and it's someone we love like Jojo like it's someone <laughs> no. who has nothing to do with she anything she already has meningitis or someone like, someone like Renee like someone who's yeah. not a wrestler oh, has nothing Renee. to do with anything well, Renee was totally oh, like my... we got him bitches I was like that's like, your you husband shows. Yeah. that's your husband oh, yeah. <laughs> like, what are you, Jesus woman what are you talking about but you're right Mike these do tend to fizzle out over the long run well, like this part is the really exciting yeah. part and then in the end it's like oh it's just it's wrestling not, it's not a Why do you fizzle think that happens? I mean it's like Okay, it's just two different ways to do it, right? Mm -hmm. Like, if you look at, you know, the NWO invasion, they sustained that dominance for, like, two or three years to the point where it got overdone, and then that became a problem. 
issues. Yeah. Right. Like, the, the, and that became Did nobody want to wrestle kind of no problem. more? And it's like, this is your job. The other side of it is, yeah, you have them begin to dominate. And then, like, the next is then they had John Cena one day beat them all. Like, you know what I mean? At one time. And then suddenly when they come out, it doesn't have the same yeah. effect, you know? So I think there's just got to be some kind of way that they can have a force appear dominant and then figure out a way to kind of even things out and split them back up again where... You know, SmackDown doesn't have to come down a whole peg just because they suddenly have crossed this line. Right. What do you think? Yeah, I think I I remember the Nexus storyline really well because that's when I came back into wrestling like a big way. I was like, this is a thing that's happening, is it? Um, And I was like, you know, we nearly lost Daniel Bryan because of that Nexus invasion. Let's remember he got fired for choking someone with a tie and spitting on John Cena. Maybe that's the thing and he'll be like, yo, remember when I got fired that one time? (laughs) For spitting on someone because I'm actually a bully. Uh, He would probably not add that end part, but it's true. Uh, uh, Like, yeah, that, that was a really hard invasion angle to play out because they decided to go for John Cena. Obviously, the storyline guys were like, this is what we'll do. Creative's going to like tie them into the biggest guy and that's how we're going to make this feel real. But that's as soon as they went for Cena, it stopped feeling real because they weren't real stakes right. because they were never going to beat Cena. They were never going to like overcome John Cena. <sighs> it just damn couldn't numbers happen. game. Yeah. It's like, you can have this go on all day, but ultimately Big big Show John's going to come on top. You know, mm. like Big Match John is going to win this. Right. And th- th- then everything from you attacking him onwards then starts to feel like less returns. Right. right. And does that make you feel differently when you look back at those initial ones? Like, do you just remember the excitement of how cool it is or does it kind of sour it when you're like, you see that moment of like fucking Shane in WCW yeah. on the Titan Tron. Does that wind up getting tied up into all of the, oh, right, but then the rest of the invasion. I'm still or, excited. Or, or, yeah, you... I'm still really excited. I feel like it hasn't been done in a long time. Because even the shield, I don't know if that counts. Like, they were just... That just was that was around. their gimmick. Was just it yeah. was three of them and they would jump out of a bush like that was <laughs> yeah. that was what they did. They weren't like representing some force. No. I really wish know. that sometimes they would just have them in a ghillie suit, <laughs> just like pop out like to catch a predator. I love I loved how they jumped. Like Seth jumped off the wall they when like, they were yes. invading. That's some shit. Perfect. Oh my god! Yeah, that was amazing. I I just I really love that. And yeah, and I just think you know it, it just it'll have a lot to do. Well, ultimately, how things play out. I mean, these right. things, you know, the, the memories can go either way. You can remember the NWO as being awesome until it wasn't. And you can remember, like, the stop, start, push, pull, and obvious mistakes of the WCW, ECW thing, how they were just never really going to give them that solid footing. You know, it just really depends on how it plays out. There's nothing on the line, right? But it's just, you know, it feels it feels big. Like, it got yeah. scaled up. Everything right, yeah. got scaled up. It feels like it. It does feel like a comic book crossover. It feels like you know you're in the X Men, and then the last panel of the book is the Avengers are coming and they're mad. You know what I mean? It's like, oh, you want to read the next issue now because it seems like something out of the ordinary and bigger than usual is happening. Yeah. And there are stakes now. Yeah. Before it was just red versus blue. Now there are stakes because are, the blue stakes? team. Well, the blue team is saying like, oh, we feel like also runs and we want to prove that we're not. Okay. Literally just Becky. Enough. Just Becky. Well, Ziggler <laughs> a little bit, but not really because yeah. he's just percussion them jacks but I mean like I, I feel like it made it more exciting to me and that's why I'm not like as cynical about how it's going to go as I might be with an invasion angle because it's finite it's capped right mm-hmm. in theory this mm-hmm. just ends at Survivor Series and anything that might spill over might go into the draft but probably not because Survivor Series is the blow off for everyone versus everyone so I, I'm not too worried about it fizzling out and going badly because it has an end date that's right keep on sucking Smackdown Shane and Kurt Wrestlemania I bet <laughs> I bet Shane and Kurt Wrestlemania ooh 
I can already see it Shays coming. don't die. Like, still can't win then. Like, no more. Shane will never win. He, he will, no, he'll never win. He he's back. not supposed to He's win. He already win. won. Right. He, won. He, won. he beat the helicopter. He's, he's he good. Yeah. Oh, if you have any thoughts on SmackDown versus Raw or your favorite invasion angles, let us know at facebook.com slash groups slash tightsfights or at tightsfights on Twitter. When we come back, it's time for three things we love from wrestling. Up next on Tights and Fights. What's the deal with Brexit? Have you seen Happy Valley yet? How do British people pronounce Edinburgh, Leicester, or Norwich? Not like that. Are you tired of getting your world news from reliable sources, often with no puns or sexual innuendo? Why was there a butcher's hat haunting Coronation Street? What's Coronation Street, and why is Dave Holmes obsessed with it? International Waters pairs a team of comedians in LA against a team of comedians in London in a pop culture battle royale. Join us once a fortnight to hear the best comedians in the world trade jokes and stories and maybe even learn something at the same time. International Waters with me, Dave Holmes. Find it at MaximumFun.org or wherever you download podcasts. Tides and Bites Podcast. Tides and Welcome back to Tights and Fights. I'm Danielle Radford, and I'm joined today by... Mike Eagle. And... Lindsay Kelk. Every week, we end the show by sharing some of the joy of pro wrestling with y'all. This is the three count. Um, I'm going to go ahead and put myself first. Do it. Put do myself it. first. Put myself first. first uh-huh. Put myself first. Let's go. Put myself first. Just do it. <laughs> um, and so I'm putting over, and get, I, I know... I know. I know. We didn't get a, lot, a bunch of lucha in this episode. You are going to get some more lucha, I promise. But until then, I'm going to put over one of my favorite things from the um, the last episode, which could be the last episode um, of the Ultima Lucha Trace, which is... So Taya, y'all have heard me talk about Taya, yep. and I know mm-hmm. that you watched some of it. Mm-hmm. So during like promos and and um and like they're they're kind of back, back not even like vignette they do like full on fucking sketches like their backstage stuff. Taya has been doing this thing where she's had like a video camera or whatever, and you haven't really there hasn't been a lot of talk about why she's like taping this and why she's been taping. So it was because she was making a full on fucking movie about Johnny Mundo. Oh, nice. And they played. The full-on fucking movie, <laughs> and it—I mean, it's not like super long, How long but is they it? played the movie. I, it, it, it wasn't that long. Like, it's not like, like it didn't t- take up for minutes. Minutes. No. his bounty oh. hunter movie. <laughs> it's basically like an episode of Fashion Files, mm-hmm. oh. just in the way that it's kind yeah. of like a thing inside a thing, and it's so good because, like, in the same way that we love Fashion Files, because it feels like this is just a silly thing that Tyler Breeze and Fandango do, and we're all just allowing them to do it. Mm-hmm. This feel like this was a silly thing that Taya did, and here's a clip of it right now. Ready? Strong, agile, controversial, and totally hot. John Envermundo rocked into superstardom at a young age and has remained a household name throughout his entire career. But body of work he has put together during this time at Lucha Underground has been his crowning achievement. <laughs> so good and made me super duper happy and there we go. Alright, so Mike, what you got? Well, first of all, I put out a video today called for a song called No Sell and it's got a bunch of pro wrestling in it, so go watch that. Please but that's do not, it. that doesn't yeah. count for uh, my put over thing. I'm, pull it, uh, I'm pulling the Danielle Radford clause today. <laughs> um, 
We talked a lot earlier about uh, Alicia Fox, and she just absolutely wowed me in this match this week on Raw in so many ways. Just the antics, um, the mocking, the the work, um, even you know, even the mic work backstage. So I just wanted to do a little bit more praise of of Miss Fox and just play a little bit of any of her on Raw this week. In this match almost had her. Alicia's bringing the noise tonight, guys. In certain instances, two on one, but. Right now, she's stealing the game. A very frenzied style by Alicia Fox. That's a perfect way to describe it, Cole. Frenzied. I was going to say borderline insane. I don't want to play this game! Oh, God. She doesn't want to play this game. Perhaps Alicia Fox only wants to be the captain. So she can wear the hat. What is wrong with her? Oh my God, she literally, she sounds like she's just doing taunts from a video game and I love it. Like she started doing Harley Quinn taunts. Makes me so happy. She's got the best. <laughs> so good. She's so good at this. She's so good at this. It's like it's such a fine line to play crazy without it being like cliche, like crazy bitch crazy. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. She's just like, cause she feels dangerous. She feels it's like, like she's said. legitimately like tapping she into could something. take someone out and it could be anyone yeah. at any second. Which and yeah. it's the best. And it's even more fun because we know she's so proficient and good that she yeah. ain't gonna hurt nobody. It's just gonna look like Yeah, good. she can yeah. work. She's a worker, you know? Yeah. And, and I think that's that's it. Like everything she does looks dangerous, but mostly it's very safe. Yeah. I can remember when she screamed on Nia Jax about a year ago in the back and it just looked like, oh shit. Like yeah. <laughs> she looks legitimately crazy and dangerous and i just think okay. it's a reflection of how how great she is as a professional man i hope she gets more opportunities to show it oh god yes please 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 oh fingers crossed and Lindsay kirk what you got girl i'm also pulling a radford uh, <laughs> two things but they're, they're brief they're brief <laughs> they're all about lucha no, uh, i want to put over sammy skanking into shane's lipless face because i don't I, I, mean, I thought the hug me, hold me type from last week could never, nothing could make me happier than that that happened on wrestling. And then Sammy skanked to the ring and skanked right up to Shane's face. And it was just magical. It was really beautiful and I was super, super excited about it. Was it was so good. And then Shane tried to skank and it was funny. I know, Shane did that. Like, but it was funny. I'm sticking my tongue out. I did stupid dancing. It's so good. Sammy Zayn is here. Zane might knock Sammy out if Zane's not careful. And my second is uh, during the invasion, as I'm sure we all remember, uh, there was a very, very brief clip when the women rushed the other women and Dana Brooke turned and ran away. <laughs> the internet has come together to be its best self. Oh, God. Have you seen these? No. So there are a million memes out there. I will try and track some down and post them to our Facebook group and post them on Twitter, and I'm sure we'll get Julian to post up on the Tights Fights uh, account. But people have just superimposed her running onto any magical situation. I've seen her running next to Rocky. I've seen her <laughs> running away from the um, giant ball in Indiana Jones. I saw that one. That from the boulder. Great. I've seen her running away from Velociraptors. I've this seen her great. running in with John Cena. I've seen her running in with the Shield. Uh, it's magical and wonderful and she personally has super embraced it she's been posting them all on her Instagram stories and she's really enjoying it and that's fantastic I did, yeah, yeah, it was the weirdest know. thing because it was like yeah. the makeup team and Dana yeah. Brooke and she ran <laughs> she ran and it was amazing and it, she's been having some hard personal times yeah. you know, her, her partner passed away uh, and no she has idea. been super professional yeah. because well, she's so professional she's sewing up every week I would probably still be at home eating chocolate oranges and refusing to talk to the world she is a 
at work every single week. Wow. And she's been really honest about it on her Instagram lives, her uh, Instagram stories, which I think she's great at that. I love watching her on there. She just seems like such a decent human. Um, but these memes are magical. And if this doesn't get her a push, like, because I want to see a T-shirt next week of just her running, <laughs> running on something. I don't care what it is. <laughs> but it was so good. And if you want, like, three minutes of happiness, go and look for those. Yeah, it was pretty It was pretty amazing. Um, Yeah, God, that was great. And then tonight I'm going to watch the NXT because it's going to be, like, another kind of thing with a lot of the ladies from yep. the uh, the Mae Young Classic. So I'm super excited about that. Um, So once again, um, just like Michael Cole says, keep on sucking. And, <laughs> um, <laughs> and that does it for Tines and Fights. We are a podcast on the Maximum Fun Network. This week, our hosts are Mike Eagle and Lindsay Kelk, along with me, Danielle Radford. Um, anything else you guys want to put out there for the audience? Go watch my video again, even Seriously. if you watched it once. Watch yeah. it twice, please. It's great, and it's got friend of the Joe, Joe friend of the Joe. Friend of the Joe. <laughs> he is also friends with Joe Star. <laughs> but we've got friend of the show, Jay Washington. Um, a couple of uh, my buds from comedy are in there. It's super fun. It's hella wrestling, so get so on it. So wrestling. It's so wrestling. What you got, Kiel? I'm going to put over Mike's video, too. Yeah. Pretty good. Hey! So, right. put over Mike's video. <laughs> put over Mike's video. Um, Buy his record. Jess for always. Buy his album. Yeah, um, you watch Deadass if he makes any watch more. Watch Dead, yeah, man. I'm trying. I want to make more. People got to look at him. Deadass is super funny. Watch oh, Deadass. Um, yeah. So that's that's it. We did it. We did it. Um, so uh, now that we've got all that through, our producer is Mulatto Heat. Nick, you Mulatto Heat. I love you so Mulatto much. Heat. <laughs> our producer is the Mulatto Heat, Julian Burrell. Senior producer at Maximum Fun is Laura Swisher. <laughs> We're all Mulatto Heat. Um, <laughs> Mike Eagle is the voice behind our theme music as well, so we're putting him over for that. Keep up with us all week long on Facebook.com slash groups slash Tights Fights and at Tights Fights on Twitter. And if you love the show, remember to hit those five stars on Apple Podcasts and share us with all of your friends. Thank you so much to all of our donors who make the show possible. Um, that's all the paper I have, so we love your face. I'll see you soon. Bye. Tights and Fights Podcast. Tights and Fights. MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported.